Hey all, this is Seth. Just wanted to give you a quick editor's note. We actually recorded this remotely and we had some technical issues. And so I wanted to give a quick shout out to Nathan who ended up recording his part twice because of those technical issues. So he did a great job and gave a lot of extra effort and time to make this something that is listenable. If you know Nathan or want to give him a shout out over social media, I know I would appreciate him knowing the effort that he put into this. Otherwise, I think this would be a really great show. Take a listen, and here we go. Welcome to The Warranty. Where we discuss the terms and conditions of your guaranteed adventure. Just to let you know, we're recording this all remotely, so the audio quality will sound a little bit different than what you're used to, but that's we'll still make the best of it. And so I'm Nathan, and going around the call, we have... I'm Seth playing Killian myself. Slyman. Oh, are we going to introduce? Oh. <laughs> Tim, why don't you start? I'm Seth oh. playing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Now you go. Okay. Uh, yeah. Tim. Okay. Yeah. Tim playing Erwin Paz. I'm the other Seth playing Garm. <laughs> this is awful. <laughs> I'm, I'm Seth playing Killian Slyman. I'm Kyle. That's all. You okay. Thanks, Kyle. We really Kyle. leaned the into the on, on a call bit. Yeah. Yeah, instead of people calling in this time, we're calling ourselves, and we'll see how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> what are we calling ourselves, though? Guaranteed Adventures, I thought. Oh, I thought we were going to do a name <laughs> Good change. Good point. Every season. In, in this season, I have, on social media, we have been the champions. That's kind of like our party name. Champions. Oh. Hmm. Well, we missed a really big opportunity to do some kind of, like, we are the champions. Yeah, let's see. Rattlestead was the gang. Maplewood was the order, or... The, um, gosh, what were we called? The Maple Leafs, but then what were... Were we, like, like caretakers or some such? Yeah, the apprentices. Apprentices. That's what I was using. Apprentices, and then this one. I believe it's apprentices. (laughs) Sorry. I thought that's what you put around (laughs) in your sentence, if you wanted to. Nathan, you GM'd a whole season. How was that? A whole podcast season. That I did? How was that? I mean, it's a bit scary because... DMing a home game, it's a little bit less. You have to focus on the narrative. With a podcast, it's a little bit more mindful of a storytelling. With a home game, you are able to goof around a bit more, though we can see how much that stopped me with the air. (laughs) (laughs) But there are a couple of things that I would have done differently had this been a home game. Sure. Like what? What do you think you would have done differently? So I probably would have had a bit more encounters with Easy Mark trying to stop or slow you guys down during the traveling time. Like for a podcast, I thought the one or two episodes was about where I would have wanted that to be caps. But if it was a home game, I would have felt a bit more comfortable with just like, oh, maybe we can do like four or five days of travel. And like, yeah, more than just the two days of travel that take to get to the tower. Sure. I would have also probably ramped up the encounters a bit more if it was a home game. Like, they have a different purpose there of, like, it's not just using them as a distraction, but they also help help keep things fun while you're doing a road trip. Whereas in a podcast, we're just going narratively point A to point B. So let's throw in some things here, but then call mm. it good with that. Yeah, For example, one of the home games I did... We did go from, like, a week's worth of travel, so it was fun to throw encounters at people. But then here, it's just like, cool, you could do 
couple tables of things, but it's like, oh boy, tr- grass, yay, trees, woo. It's just nobody really yeah. cares about travel montages unless it's like critical to the story. I don't think. Yeah, even in the like podcast that I listen to, it's hard to do travel on a podcast. In in person, it's a little easier, but at least the way what I found. I really enjoyed um, Nathan your desire to to play NPCs. As somebody who hates doing voices, like that's intimidating to me, and that's something that I want to challenge myself in the next one. But like, you instead of just going, yeah, there's this old guy. You're like, no, this old guy has a person. So I thought the different like challenges that you created for the tower yeah. were really enjoyable. I liked them. Um, um, what? How did you go about decide what? What kind of inspiration did you draw from, or what led you to create those in those ways? So a lot of the challenges evolved over time as I was thinking about them. Like, it started off, I had first asked the guys, like, told them to actually look at the magic section in the book, and I thought, like, told them, like, maybe, so we're not doing it, there's no magic in the world now, but maybe look at the stuff and kind of pick out a spell that you maybe like. But then I ended up not really going with that just because it kind of felt weird to introduce this whole new concept end of the season. Like the plan was originally to maybe have reduced number of tests, but then like once you get the magic, you actually like do the same tests again, but then it's you're stronger, you're better. But I just kind of thought the more I looked at it, I thought maybe we'll do some of the, like the five attributes of, of Savage Worlds. So some of them were easy. So like strength, fighting contest, that's pretty self-explanatory. It the only other thing maybe would be like an athletics, like a push up or a pushing or I I don't know exactly, but it like that was strength was strength. Like fighting just made the most sense to me. Agility was also another one that made sense. Like let's do an obstacle course that's like there's gonna be running traps hazards you have to try to avoid in a split second yeah agility i think that one was probably my favorite was the agility the one just yeah. because i like the, the yeah the chase yeah i like the uh the different traps and the different things that were uh on the ground and how to get past them that's something i would love to like experience again with the the card mechanic with um savage worlds because I cut any reference to cards when we did the, the episode, so that way it was as smooth as possible for the listener. But just, like, understanding that each suit and then each, you know, type of card, you know, number or face meant a different type of obstacle and length. Like, that's just really interesting, and it just it sounds intuitive. And I would love to, like, explore that again in the future. Yeah. Savage Worlds is good. Yeah, Vigor was, had to be the hardest one because I'm just sitting there listening to or thinking of Vigor and like, what do you do? Like a hot dog eating contest? Mm. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. So the thought of escape rooms kind of came up, but then like already done a lot of riddles for smarts because that made sense. Sure. And like, that was partially inspired to that there's a riddle podcast that I listened to where I took some of the ones that were some of the more quote-unquote basic riddles and 
like sure enough they were easy like you got them right off the bat but they are like the basic ones yeah but was that in a previous warranty where we talked about riddles can be hard because if you don't solve them quickly it's extremely boring for somebody else to listen to it (laughs) Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, I guess I'll listen to the next 15 minutes of these dummies not being able to figure out a riddle. But I think Come you... on, guys. It's this. <laughs> yeah, I think, you, I think you chose appropriately. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I, I really enjoyed the... I think the Endurance one was my favorite of the five. I thought that was really neat um, yeah. with all the puzzles. I was listening to... I remember listening to... I think it was Stack of Dice in one of their episodes. They had a music-based puzzle mm-hmm. in one of the early episodes. Yes. That was like a... Where they had to, like, play the notes. So good. And, like, okay, well, I know music. And I, they played it, and I'm like, oh, I know exactly what these notes are, and they, and they spell a word. I'm like, because I could just... Yeah. I, I heard what the interval was, and I'm like, oh, this is taking them 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I, I know that episode. I <laughs> felt the exact same way. <laughs> I would not have gotten it at all. I know Rhett... Rhett said that he was a little worried about some of those, I think in a later episode, about being able for them to be able to figure out. Although it, he did say that he cut quite a bit of their talking, too. Sure. That, I mean, it, it, was a fun, it was a fun episode to listen to. I just had, I, I'd been trained in sight singing and stuff, so I'm like, okay, well, I, I know what this is. Which I was actually pretty impressed with us that we didn't have to cut too Mm-mm. much of just like... Shoot, guys, I don't know what this is. Yeah. What could it be? Let me not Google this, but then Google it. And that, I that came across in the like... endurance one really well with, like, the, what did you call it? The escape room. Like, that one, the more physical puzzle. That one really came across as I, I did not have to cut out hardly anything. If I did, it was more silence as we thought and less about, this is hard. Yeah, I like that. I thought it worked out nicely, too that we kind of each just naturally figured different stuff out. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know that I actually solved anything in that endurance room. I was just, I, I was not figuring stuff out. I figured out some of the riddles, and then I, 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 don't, I feel like Kyle and Seth were carrying a lot in the endurance room. Didn't you solve the final phrase? Yeah, I might have so got you, the That might have been, like, the one thing I did, yeah. 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 You, you, Seth, figured that one out. Me, Seth, had no idea. And <laughs> See, my strength is words, which is why the riddles made sense to me the more picture-based stuff i struggle with a lot more okay so funny funny story about that that's so true that you figured out with like the riddles because when i edited episode five yeah episode five where we did like the first trial with the riddles i actually had to add a longer pause between nathan talking and you answering because it sounded like it, <laughs> when i was listening i was like it almost sounded like i moved it ahead and like to make it sound like you were answered it so much quick, like so so quick. So I had to actually lengthen the pause just so it sounded more natural of you going, "They're fish." I rarely have to add time, and that was the one time that I did for I think this season. Uh, it was yeah, it was kind of humorous to me. That's funny. I like riddles. I don't. I can't do them. They're, and they make, well, they, they make you me don't feel stupid. Well, see, that's the thing. I've been, Jen and I have been talking a lot about like the way our brains work and you know, that like running monologue that people have that you don't have, Tim. No, (laughs) that's, that's correct. That is, that is correct. And I think that's why, like, I think entirely in words, like if I remember something, I, I'm not drawing up a picture in my head of a memory. I'm, I'm conjuring up words that describe it. 
So that's just my brain is like entirely words. So riddles make sense to me. And it, and that's the exact opposite from me yeah. because everything I have the I might have like the beginning couple of words and like the idea that I want to convey. And that's where my brain is. Or I, I think a lot more visually than and then try and use words to describe what I am seeing in my mind. I it's weird so at times when I'm really concentrating. So when I'm working um, at my job and I'm speaking to um, students if I'm really having to concentrate and I can tell that I'm distracted, what I do is I picture the words above their head, like as if they're appearing um, just because I'm such a visual person. Really? And so like, I'm trying to think of a video or a TV show that does that, but like even like a superhero one where it's like the words Sherlock. are like, Sherlock. Yeah, that's perfect. Like that, that will help me at times concentrate in on what they're saying. Welcome. Welcome to our Ted talk about our brains. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right let's dive in next into adhd (laughs) oh gosh Ooh, right up do we all have it i i can get hyper fixated but i don't think i have adhd tim definitely 100 percent does i'm sure i do as a non-licensed clinical counselor you for sure do (laughs) i have a question for kyle hello we kind of forgot about awe once we got to the tower yeah he was there a little bit in the in the first couple episodes, did we did you forget about him as well, or is it just not naturally come up? It just didn't naturally come up. We could have forced it, but there was actually a thing that I told Nathan I wanted to happen once magic came back, but he didn't. I don't think he remembered. Yeah, like it was starting to. Well, guys, are we okay with giving a little bit of a peek behind the curtain? With when we recorded this. Sure. Yeah, I can always cut it. That's what this is for. So, like, it was starting to get a little bit late at that point, And there's a lot of things that I wanted to say myself that I just completely forgot about, probably for the sake of brevity. So, sorry, Kyle, that I forgot that. I'm curious, because you had mentioned, like, have a magic ability in mind. I'm curious, did you guys all have one in mind? What were you thinking for your characters? I was thinking of shape changing. I'm like, I just feel like that'd be fun. Like I'm this oh. big old gelatinous guy, sure. just change into a giant gelatinous brontosaurus or something. That'd be a blast. Yeah, like that probably makes the most sense in all honesty. It kind of works with your backstory. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I, yeah, I thought that would have been fun. I, you know, it's probably no surprise to some people that I really like wolves. Um, I, <gasps> I know. Shocker! I... I think you say that explicitly in season zero. (laughs) What? I will say, I am not the guy that has wolf shirts. I am not the guy who has paintings or anything like that of wolves. Not that type of wolf person. Just, like, I really like the animal. And just typically happens to pop up in every game. But I specifically was not looking at Lupine because of that. But then as we were looking at the abilities and the type of character that I want to play, which is more that street urchin, Aladdin type, it just it just made sense. And then I think Tim's the one that forced me to be like, Seth, just play the Lupine. Like, that's what you want to play. I was like, okay, yeah. fine. Twist my arm. I feel like we all were kind of like that. Okay, sure. This is me trying to, like, like, say that I didn't do it. And once again, you guys are saying that I did do it. 
like i think tim was the most vocal at first but like when we, we were all in character creation uh at the beginning of the story talking about what we wanted to do you said you wanted to make a lupine i was like do it do it <laughs> also by the way you gave me an inspiration for a merch idea now what's that or a three-garm moon shirt. <laughs> Sorry, can you repeat the question? I I don't remember what it was. Uh, I, I had asked, like, if you got a magic ability, did you have something in mind you were thinking of for your character? Oh, I missed Since that part. Nathan had said that was a possibility. I heard, what were we thinking about our gotcha. character? <laughs> you know, I, did, I, I didn't see how your answer connected to the question, but I was just going to let it be. <laughs> I totally heard, like, why what were you thinking about with your character? And I must've missed the magic ability part. So let me think about that. And I'll come back to me. For, for Irwin, I think his magic would have loved to, um, maybe would have loved to just have healing back because I think that really did a number on him not being able to heal people and then having to make stuff to heal. And and really, it didn't come up too much with healing um, in the campaign, just the nature of, of how we, what we did. Um, but that's probably what I would have done. I didn't think of anything. More, more, more Sacra Forest uh, gorilla stuff. You could have pledged yourself to Samira. She was a deity in this game again. Mm. I think my ability would have been, like more primal um just me thinking about the background of who my character was with the ancestry and everything of just like something to do with like a bloodline whether that be like a rage or um like able to tap into more influential type things just something along those lines i I don't know it just it would have depended on what nathan kind of foresaw the bloodline being in this story overall um, I think that's would have impacted my ability. Yeah, uh, speaking of your bloodline, Seth, what, how did you feel about it? I, I was surprised. I was not expecting it to be Derek or the Tower, <laughs> depending on how you look at it. Uh-huh. Derek. Um, <laughs> I, I, I would have figured that it would have been like he was some king or something that was like chosen, but I think. I was very happy with it. It surprised me. And it also, um, it makes me, if we decide to go back into this world, um, it makes me really excited to, to almost play Garm grown up a little bit, more of a leader. Yeah, it, it, it really opened the idea of, okay, so my ancestor was an integral part into deciding how this tower was built, when it was built, the purpose of it. And that was really cool, especially with, you know, Garm having no family and no idea of what that looks like and realizing, okay, yeah, I'm special, but also my family, I'm descended from somebody who has shaped the whole world. Um, And I think that was exciting for me. And I'm probably too exciting um, just because I was like, Ooh, this was so cool. And whereas Garm would probably be like, uh, I just figured out how to use axes. And now you're saying that I have to lead the world. Um, so a little bleed through of the player, not the character. <laughs> sure. What, 
one of the things that I wanted to ask the kind of embodiments of the things, but I, it just never made sense uh, in the flow of conversation was if that was the only tower that's been created or if there are, or if this is the only time this tower has appeared or if it's appeared on other worlds or on other areas. Yeah. Um, well, I guess I'm kind of glad that didn't actually come up because I hadn't quite thought that far ahead. Oh, like perfect. Like I had ideas, but the like this would have been this would have been the first time the tower would have been created. Gotcha. Yeah. So the people that made the tower, including Derek himself, yep. Um, <laughs> they did they they became these other entities in the tower. Did they basically like cut? And if I understand correctly, they basically cut off the world. From their sources of magic, which were the like the three deities. Yeah, like this is actually one of my regrets from how the finale ended that night. Like I had wanted to go over more or had more exposition to I wanted, but I just was struggling with trying to like wrap everything up, put a nice little bow on it. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, like so the way I thought saw it was there was the three deities that oversaw like their aspects of magic. They had their like they had their kingdoms mm-hmm. that they oversaw, but then there was also other like tribal regions in the area that they also like there were members who practiced the different magic in those different tribes, but they also like all kind of made up the world at this point. Okay. Yeah, but so it was Amongst the the deities and these tribes, like there was this vision of the future that they saw this doomsday scenario, and so they all reached this agreement where they wanted to bring the strongest warriors together in this tower at the right time at the right place, and so that's why this tower was originally just first created. It's meant to bring people in, but then bring the right people in. So this was. The tribes worked together to make this, but they did it with agreement with the deities. Like, the deities approved this all in the end. Yeah, I think you made a massive world, and I just want to see more of it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like it's maybe too big of a world. Don't worry, you're in good company. Everybody but Guthrie has made too big of a world, or (laughs) too big of a campaign idea, because we have no idea how to do a podcast. (laughs) Yeah, especially a short story <laughs> podcast. What? Hey, as of recording, and Tim just showed us this. As of recording, we have three thousand three hundred and thirty-three downloads as of right now. Ooh. As of right now, man, if only it was three hundred and thirty-three. If it were just three threes, we got four threes. You're right, Guthrie. Let's get rid of the three thousand that we got. Let's just go back to the three hundred. <laughs> 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 to be honest, though. That is the amount of downloads that I thought we would have eight months into this. So 300? This is 333? 333. Like, uh, that was, if, if I'm being honest, that was my expectation. Yeah, we, it's it's weird. I think, I don't know, Guthrie, I'm, I'm curious about you. And I'm sorry, audience, we're talking about some things that have nothing to do with Tower Lost Magic. Um, yeah. When you asked us, <laughs> when you asked us to do a podcast, I know you thought it'd be like, "Hey, cool!" If like three people listen to us, that'd be great. Like, what was your vision for this? Like, did you see it being as big as where we are now? Which 
rightfully so, it's still pretty small, but like yeah. even what it is now. Um that is a great question. I actually <laughs> I don't know for sure. I would say what really spurred me to do it is that I I I mean Having kids and stuff over the last several years, it's often been a struggle for me to maintain a, a game. Mm-hmm. And uh, having something like this would make me both more accountable for making the game happen. Uh, you know, it, it'd give us all consistency and in getting together that we'd be, make try to make time for that and stuff. And it would also be very focused on the story, which is one of my favorite parts with you know, still plenty of goofing around, mm-hmm. but not going to gather for three hours and not get anything done in the story, you know, which doesn't work for me at home games at my, at my point in life. So that was basically, I wanted to do it just to be able to play. And I'm like, I played with Kyle and Nathan a bunch before. And then I knew Tim and Seth had played together before. And I'm like, I think the five of us would just be on like the same page and be able to gel really well. Um, and then I, I think I was probably thinking that about a year after we started, uh, if we were consistent with it, I, I kind of figured about a year after we started is when we would be able to start monetizing it in some capacity. I don't know that I ever said that, but that was kind of what I was thinking in the back of my head. And so I think I, I never thought about number of downloads. I just I had no no knowledge base to sure. base that on. So I, I three. Yeah, three thousand Sounds like a lot. <laughs> it, it, um, and I don't know. But I think like we're at the point now where we're working on setting up merch and Patreon and all that stuff. And I think that <gasps> that is kind of about where I thought we would probably be after after around a year. Spoilers. Yeah, they don't know Did about you say that. merch and Patreon? <laughs> Stay tuned. Oh, by the time this airs, it's probably not going to be a big secret, I suppose. We'll be coming out with stuff pretty soon by the time this airs. Sure. We'll talk more about that in a business meeting. <laughs> which if you want to hear no. us record our business meetings no. be a part of our patreon no. although $15 a, lo- a month no. gets you unlimited access to all of our no. <laughs> uh, raw recordings 15? no 50 if they want to pay us 50 dollars, they can sit in on our business meetings muted <laughs> 50 dollars yeah. a month you get my social security no. number Damn. for a for a hundred dollars for a hundred dollars a month you get seth's blooper from the finale of rattle no 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 never <laughs> Ever, ever, ever. Wait, which one? I was exhausted, um, stressed out, and not in the right mind. So I will say, like, in terms of how the podcast has developed, I am happy. Like, we started off with a regular campaign that was intended to sync up with the school year, which I think was a cool idea, but it was far too ambitious for us. Yes. Me specifically. <laughs> Um, and I'm, I'm glad that we made the change we did to this kind of short campaign, different people run stuff. We try out all the systems because, uh, that's just been a blast. I'm glad we did that. Yeah. I miss the longer story format. Um, but I also love being able to try new things. Yeah. It, uh, I, I absolutely love this the shorter stories new things new thing keep it keep it changing new things new opportunities like able to go through that pool of characters you wanted to do like oh i kind of want to do this one or maybe i kind of want to do a character Mm. like this 
Well, I also think, and I think people will realize this quickly uh, because it's already happened, but by doing this, it gives us a little bit more flexibility with schedule. You know, we, three of us are dads. The rest of us, you know, we also have jobs. I mean, this is not our job, so our time is valuable. And we have some friends who are like, oh, I'm so, so cool that you guys are doing that. And with this flexibility by doing shorter stories, we are going to have some guests. And those are friends of ours that we like playing with. And this allows us to do that without being really intentional about, okay, you're going to play this character and we're in episode 553 of the season. So, you know, make sure that you understand how your character fits in on those thousands of hours. Maybe someday we'll even have a female guest. (gasps) Who knows? Hopefully. (laughs) I think it'd be great. Girls. Yeah, I'd love love that. I wish we could have had someone from the beginning, but my wife is, uh, she wants to only kill things and not do any of the role-playing. So this is the <laughs> worst kind of game for her. <laughs> so like Kyle. What? <laughs> I, I do role-play. Yes, you do. I'm joking. <laughs> Less talky-talky, more walkie-walkie. But you also like hitting things. Um, any other questions regarding Tower Lost Magic? Bringing it back. Trying to be a good producer here. Thanks, producer Seth. Oh, um, oh, yes, Nathan. Were there any puns that we never caught? Uh, I have to think back now because I feel like, like there may have been... We started off very, uh, we started off very pun heavy. <laughs> okay, but... Yeah. But if even if we missed it, I don't think we would have been able to miss it because Nathan would have been like, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> Did you get it? Yeah, I would have been looking around like, uh, uh, anyone? Yeah, yeah, no, oh. I do, I, I feel like we maybe owe Nathan a little bit of an apology too, just because we... What? <laughs> I, I don't even... Got no, really no. Un, unhinged at some points. <laughs> That's... That's true. Yeah, the one time that Nathan talks and a lot. Nathan and did a great him. job of just rolling with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine with it as long as I get flashback scenes of my own in future campaigns at my own discretion. <laughs> there you go. Uh, one thing, one bit that we, one bit we did several times that I actually kind of enjoyed, and I I wouldn't mind doing more of it in other Uber? games, was how we well just the players. <laughs> Playing various NPCs, mm. like we had that. Yeah. We ha- we had the rich trio. We, it was I don't know. It, yeah. it was it's just it's kind of fun and unpredictable. And we could do it in a more organized way. Sure. Like if someone was sneaking through something, one of the people who's not in the scene could just pick up and be like that guard that's like, "Hey, is there somebody here?" You know, an exclamation mark above their head. I think I thought that was kind of fun. That would be fun. Yeah. I also feel like that's got to come up. Much like the rich triplets and like a now they're brothers. Like Cooper Trooper, Cooper Scooper. I assume they were brothers. Like, are they not siblings? Uh, I I I assume they were triplets. I thought they were just like the rich the rich people. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that I didn't think they were related. We knew one oh. of their last names. It was Kyle's, Luke. Luke something. Lucas. Lucas. That's right. They might. They might return. There's talks of a one shot. <laughs> Who knows what'll happen? <laughs> I enjoy doing this podcast with you all. 
It's it is it is a blast. I, if I had hair, there are times I wish I could re- pull it out at times, just with the the, the logistics. But when we <laughs> record, when we tell stories together, it is it's great. Yeah, I agree. That feels like a great note to wrap this up on. Kyle, and also I just heard the garage door open, so my wife is home, so I should probably go say hello. And I think my wife is also home. Kyle, take us out. Bye. <laughs> Nathan, please take us out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and on that note, thank you for joining us for this season. And see you all next. Um, Do we want to talk about the next season yet? Or is that separate? I'll I'll quickly... The next season will be a a one-shot in a couple episodes. Um, It was a one-shot for us, but it'll be broken up into a couple episodes. And it is returning to a world that you are familiar with. So with that, see you all next time. Bye. Bye. Welcome to Guaranteed Adventures, where the stories may change, but the adventure is always guaranteed. I am Seth. actually add a drum roll if you feel like it's not too stupid future tim do what you feel like <laughs> kyle you can add a stupid do drum what roll. you're doing because i love it it's great yeah. the energy is palpable
Future Tim, add a stupid drum roll. <laughs> future Tim's not going to hear this because Future Seth's going to cut it before Tim gets future it. Future Seth, leave in the part where Future Tim gives himself notes. Well, now I'm going to... Okay, Future <laughs> Seth, make sure you undo what you already cut out because you forgot that this conversation happened. Future Kyle, how's it going? How you doing? Future Seth, can I borrow some money? <laughs> Dagger's good in the right situations. Sneaking. Honestly, you'd have a better shot of getting between my cracks. <laughs> the real Killian. Well, that was the nicest things anybody's ever said to me. So I'm uncomfortable. I am going to keep packing vegetables. So uh, goodbye. Big summer blowout. <laughs> but you weren't told to pack the vegetables. Maybe he's getting them ready and then. Yeah. Because this is before all that. You're right. We've referenced the vegetables. They'll come back later. Yeah. Well, I can do like a, a ascending, like a harp dream scene. And like, we'll just have it. <laughs> that would actually be really funny if we just played it straight. And Oh, wait, nobody knows my name. <laughs> that could actually be that really funny. Really I think we should do that. Well, now we have to do that. Future Seth, yeah, leave yeah. in those notes for future Tim. <laughs> Yes, and let's not have a repeat of us talking about future selves. <laughs> Even though that was the funniest thing. It was yeah. so funny. It can be after the credits. Yeah, there, there you go. go. Did you get that money, by the way? <laughs> yes, Seth, did you get money did, from did you yourself? Did you get money from future Seth? <laughs> what? You asked, for, if you, you asked for money from your future self. Yeah. In episode one, when we were all going, future what? Seth, future Tim, you're like, uh, future Seth, uh, future. can I borrow some can money? Borrow some money? <laughs> you said that to yourself. Ah. <sighs> Stingy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. What color was the flash? Ooh. The flash red, red and, and yellow. I <laughs> tried <laughs> 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 to move the story forward. <laughs> <laughs> the fastest man alive, except for every single person that he comes up against. <laughs> All right, Gillian, you can knock on the door. I knock on the door. (laughs) (laughs) That's why you wanted me to knock. (laughs) Not even I expected you to take the cat. Derek, Derek, Derek. How's the toilet situation? I think Gar really has to go. It's improving. You have lost bathroom privileges or un- unsupervised bathroom privileges. Unsupervised. <laughs> just like the forest again. There's just this one gorilla who's he's on, he, he's on chew duty. His whole thing is just watching you. Two sets of glowing red eyes appear out of the darkness. And then two of them that are a frosty blue that seem like cold but yet hot at the same time like a burning like kind of you know like that's the... like my relationship with my ex Dang <laughs> 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 a man i'm setting a mood again <laughs> so does she <laughs> i get it <laughs> i don't i have those <laughs> moods no exes <laughs> Welcome to Guaranteed Adventures. <laughs> Welcome to Guaranteed Adventures. Welcome to Guaranteed Adventures. Welcome to Guaranteed Adventures. Welcome to Guaranteed Adventures. <laughs> <laughs> Did one job, Nathan, and that was just to do it. 
<laughs> you had to listen to Nike. And you laughed at yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Where are the other trucks? Yeah, <laughs> Give me them. I'm oh, Kermit the Frog. It's pretty good. <laughs> Get to the shopper. You should be Kermit the Frog. <laughs> 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 or the characters may change. But <laughs> I'm really excited for our upcoming Muppet campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to I'll you be playing Beaker. We already had Statler and Waldorf in this campaign. <laughs> Save horse, ride a cowboy. <laughs>